Good afternoon, and welcome back to Hear Me Out. I'm your lovely host for Tay-Tay, and hopefully you guys are doing well. It is Friday, so the weekend is finally here. I don't have any plans, but I'm hoping you guys have plans that include wearing a mask and being six feet apart because, you know, we're still in a pandemic and we don't want the cases to rise again. So let's just get started into our episode today, which I'm super, super excited because it's something that I'm quite interested in. And you guys may think I'm weird or not, but today's topic has to do a lot with murder and poisoning and serial killers. And I'm quite excited about it because I just discovered this lovely poison via one of my YouTubers that I watch um, called Aqua Tofana. Yeah, the name sounds something that it's like a perfume, but it's not. So um, let's just get started. So Aqua Tofana was created by a Italian woman um, named Giulia Tofana. It was created in the 1600s, where it was a Renaissance era. A little bit about Giuliana. Um, we don't know a lot about her. Sorry, her name was not Giuliana. Her name was Julia. My mistake. Julia. We don't know a lot about her, but we do know a few things. She owned a makeup company or factory, essentially, which used to emasquerate her making all this poison. So if someone was uh, suspicious about what she was doing, it's like, look, it's makeup. And men back then, we like men today, don't really care for makeup. They don't know what's happening in the makeup world. So that's why she got away with it for so long. So she made this poison, which was essentially colorless. It was orderless, so you can't tell what it was. And it was made up of lead, arsenic and a herb plant called belladonna so belladonna was essentially a like a flower so if you translate it, it just means beautiful woman um belladonna is extremely poisonous however back in the renaissance era women would use this put a few drops in their eyes to get this to dilute their eyes essentially this was seen as a beauty like beautification kind of thing that it made their eyes look a lot beautiful essentially um so like diluted seductive kind of, kind of like crystal like kind of like a watery crystal i don't know why they would find that beautiful but i didn't i don't know half of the things they did in the 1600s so but if you use a lot of this belladonna plant it's essentially quite poisonous and this this led this led julia to think hmm if I use this and mix it with lead and arsenic, I could kill a lot of people. This is what I thought she is her uh, thought process. So essentially, women back then, then were treated as property, were treated as just wives, just like somebody who would just give birth to your children and that's it. So they got a lot of abuse from their husbands. So Julia created Aqua Tofana essentially to just help get rid of these women's husbands. So they would come up to them and be like, yes, Roger beats me. I don't know why Roger was the first one to come into my head, but Roger beats me and he's awful to me and I, I want to get out of this marriage. And keep in mind, divorce was just not it. You cannot have a divorce. You either die or just be stuck in this like abusive relationship. So it's like Roger uh abused me i hate him 
He's the worst thing in life. I want to kill him. So Julia was like, say less. Here is your poison. And the poison was created in a bottle that looked like um, either perfume or looked like something that you would put into um, like your powdered makeup. Um, a lot of the time it would look like religious like ointment for like, okay, you just put this in your tea and it would give you some like healing and whatnot, but don't put it in your tea because that would kill you. So the women would come up to her and I, as I said, she would have this company like a makeup company factor as a, as a front for her poison. So essentially imagine it was like Sephora, but behind Sephora is like a poison, poison factory. It was said to, she actually killed over 600 men, not her, but her poison. Uh, so the women would come up to her and be like, listen, I want to get rid of him. I know you sell this product and just give it to me. So Julia was very, very careful, which is the reason why she got away with it for so long. So she was careful and they're like, okay, background check on this woman. Let's see if her husband actually does beat her, blah, blah, blah. So she did this and when the background check became clean, she would give the poison and she'd be like, one to two drops in any liquid so wine soup water whatever one or two drops and then every day it would be one to two drops the effects of this poison was just was like i said it was orderless it was colorless it you could not even tell the difference between this and something else um and the the first time they would be um they would ingest the poison, it would come off as cold. It was. It would be like, you'd be sneezing, you'd be sweating, um, you know, chills, whatnot. And then the doctor would come and be like, oh, it's just a common cold. And then they will subscribe, obviously, whatever, prescribe a food, or like a medicine for them. And then slowly by the second to like third day, it would get worse. You would have diarrhea, you would have awful pains and whatnot. And by the fourth day, you're dead. Ugh, too bad too sad you're dead and like i said julia was very smart she told the women she basically held classes to be like okay you poison your husband but you have to act like a grieving widow that is your part so when they come you have to be crying you have to act a certain way and make sure they know that you didn't poison your like husband you have to make make yourself a loving husband and the husband wife essentially and the woman's like yes i got this so obviously when they come the police come the woman is crying they're like i don't know what happened like he was fine but he was sick for like a few days he was sick and then all of a sudden he just died i don't know a1 acting let's just clap applause but the thing on top of that is when they bury your husband or when they're about to bury your husband, you have to act like you love them. So you're like, no, I want you to do a full autopsy. Like, I want you to find out what happened to my husband. See, smart. Women are smart. You have to play the part so you don't get caught. I mean, this is just genius. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be like excited about this, but I think this is quite genius. Anyways. She was, she was told, do, like, Julia, Julia, I don't know why I'm like, oh, Julia, 
Julia was was told, um, you're doing well, like, no one suspects a thing, blah, 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 until, unfortunately, unfortunately, I wouldn't say someone weak, but because she's not weak, but a woman came up to Julia. This was towards the 1600s, so I would say 1651. Um, and like, listen, I have a terrible husband. It's the same old story. And Julia was like, okay, I see your story. So she does a background check on the girl. The girl turns out clean. All right, boom. Um, here's the poison. Here's the instructions. Uh, you have to, like she said, you have to play this this loving wife when, when he does get poisoned. So the woman's like, I okay i got it so she took the poison she put two drops of it in her husband's soup gave it to the husband and the husband was obviously trash so she's like he's like oh you know what i want wine to go get me wine so it's like okay i'll get you wine so as she was walking away and the husband was about to take the soup i guess she felt a wave of guilt like her husband should live essentially after all the abuse that he put her through but essentially he's about to take a uh like a, a gulp of soup and she's like no don't take us like don't take a gulp of soup please and he's like why and she won't tell him and she he essentially beat the hell out of her and when he beat the hell out of her when he beat the hell out of her she's like she confessed. She's like, it's poison. It was made by this woman called Julia. And I'm like, Julia. So um, he essentially dragged her, his like wife to the police station and says, tell them what you told me. And she's like, Julia, she gave me this poison, but basically ratted out her fellow sister, which bad, a bad choice. Um, and when she ratted her out, she's like, and basically they beat her up like i'm pretty sure they killed her they didn't say anything about um not killing her but they definitely killed her so they went to julia and like grabbed julia and um julia was smart she heard that people were like this woman confessed so she ran and um hid in a church and then she's like oh i, I want to be like not saved but like I want to be hidden, whatnot, and the church was like, yeah, I'll take you in. The church take them in, and then a mob, a huge mob, came to the church and was like, give us Julia. So they're like, ah, oh, psych, take her. And they took Julia. And when they took Julia, they tortured Julia for hours and hours and hours until she confessed, and she did say, yes, I killed over 600 men with my poison. And with my poison, and they essentially deserved it. So they had to, Julia was told to name all her accomplices. So her daughter um, helped her make the poison and a few other workers helped her make the poison. And the women that uh, that used the poison were also taken. So all, I would say all five of them, probably more, were taken and they were hanged in this, this square in Italy. Uh, I think it was Rome. So they were all hanged in this um, Rome Square for everyone to see, and yeah, that was the end of Aqua Tofana um, and the use of it. However, the muse, uh, musician Mozart, why can't I say his name? Mozart, there, 
Mozart, um, he was suspected not to to use it, but he thought he was poisoned by Aqua Tofana a few years later. Um, it wasn't it. He it's it looked like he died from I'm pretty sure like uncooked pork or something. But this brings me to the question um, of poisoning, which I ended up looking it up because poisoning is quite. It's a harsh way to die, but apparently it is the memo, memo, yeah, memo of women. And women who want to kill uh, people usually use poison. And the famous poison that they usually use is just a mix of lead, arsenic, you know, all the different, different poison. But it got me thinking, what are the differences between women serial killers and men serial killers because we hear a lot of about men serial killers because men are known as as like i looked it up they're known as hunters so when they decide to kill or they they are serial killers so when they're killing they often stalk their victims they often look like see the lives that their, their victims are actually living um, so they can, you know, get a time where they can like grab them and um, like torture them. Essentially, um, a lot of the like motives of serial killers, like men serial killers, are sexually motivated, where women are more financially motivated, or they're more um, they're more gatherers. So when I looked up famous like women serial killers, they're mostly. In the occupation of health they're usually nurses they're usually doctors they're usually uh healthcare workers that end up poisoning their victims or giving them like dosages like basically overdosing their like victims and i found that very very curious because as I guess the difference more of men and women becomes the aggressive um, factor of it. So women are less aggressive. And a lot of people don't think there are many female serial killers because they don't think that women are capable of like heinous crimes like murder, which is their first mistake, I think. Um, because if you don't think women are capable of doing things men can, that's your first oh, number one mistake. And um, they tend to like give name like. Did you ever notice that names that are given to men murderers are like something gruesome? You know, where female murderers are giving names like Jolly Jane, Giggly Grandma. Those are two crazy women that you don't want to mess with. But they're giving like affectionate names like. Oh, why would Jolly Jane be killing somebody? She's jolly. She's so sweet. She takes care of the elderly and she t takes care of um, children. Let me tell you, Jolly Jane was not jolly at all. She poisoned, like I said, over hundreds of people through the spectrum. She poisoned men. She poisoned women. She poisoned children. She was just a psycho. But poison is such a common factor in these these cases that i just wonder like i've seen like if you guys watch game of Thrones, there's like one scene where it's like poison is the choice of a woman like it's the it's the um 
the thing that women go to because it's so easy to because women aren't something that like I'm gonna go stab them 25 times you know it's very they're very smart with their poison and women don't get caught that often they're seen as like like I said a lot of people a lot of women are in healthcare and they're seen as oh they tried their best to save this woman they were taking care of this elderly man so much that when the, his death came, they were just standing over him, holding him, and caring for him. Which, in reality, in the case of Jolly Jane, she literally watched her victims pass away, and like she literally hold on to them. But it was not suspicious because back then, when you give um, medicine, you're supposed to watch their the victim so a they can take it, and b they don't get any like. Um, they don't get any what's, you know, what's that word? Why am I forgetting this? Um, they don't get any reaction to the medicine. But in her case, she was watching it to see the fear in their eyes and to see the death. Like she was, like I said, crazy. Anyways, um, I have some stats here. Let me pull them up because I found this really, really interesting about the difference between like female serial killers and um males serial killers okay so the characteristics so between male and female um targeted strangers 85.5 for the males like i said the males stalk their victims and they know their victims or they can um usually um just see them from afar and be like yes that's the one and in females it's 14.5 so they don't really um you know get strangers or grab strangers number two um related to the victim so male serial killers are 9.1 percent uh related to the victims and females are 58.2 so it's known in throughout history that females usually kill family members distant or like like uh far away distant cousins or like their siblings that's or even their sons to be quite honest and um, so they, like I said, males tend to stalk the victim with 65% uh, chance. The motivation, finance is 51.9 for females. And males is very low. It's uh, 16. Motivation sexual is 75% in males. Where in females, it's 7.3. And in males, they kill victims outside their birthplace. It's 67 because males decide I'm going to take them from this town and go to the next town over because nobody knows me, you know? And for women, it's 25.5%. Like I said, they tend to kill their victims in their homes, in hospitals, so on and so forth. Also, nicknames. Nicknames that show brutality or of the crime. So for males, it was 78.1%. Like I said, they have like gruesome names where in females is 53.3 so you have people named jolly jane or the giggly grandma uh, for more most of most of their um their cases so that's just really really interesting to me because a lot of people just don't just always forget about the females that they are capable they're like pretty psycho women out there crazy women that are definitely capable of killing people in horrible ways 
terrible ways. But because we have this, I don't know, societal prejudice or discrimination. I don't know if it, I don't think it will be discrimination, but we have this sense that women are caregivers. They're caring. They're sweet. They're innocent. No, they're not. I'm not saying that like a lot of women aren't. But I'm just saying, don't sleep on women serial killers. Just don't because you might be one of their other victims. That's that's so bad for me. But to say, but you know, it is it is true though. But yeah, you know what? I feel like that's enough for about talking about serial killers. Um, let me talk about something else that's more lightly light and funny. I see this always on Facebook and uh, Twitter and whatnot. These quick, like quick craft videos. Why are they never quick? They're like five minute crafts. No, it is not five minutes. Stop lying because they're not. And essentially they're the worst thing. So I saw this one where it's like a heel and someone got a little bit of dirt. You know what they did to fix this quick five minute crafts? They put Legos on it. Legos. I don't, I don't think that's how Legos should be used. And I don't think that dirt spec was that big of a deal that you have to like create a whole new shoe. I just like, whoever created these quick five minute crafts hated people because they, it's like the weirdest thing. It's like, oh, here's five minutes and it will take about five minutes, but you have to have items that you've never used before. It's like, you need a feather of an ostrich. Like it's. I just have beef with them. I think they should be canceled. They should not be on my timeline because five minutes is a lie. And stop lying to people because you're taking away their time from watching that video to find them. Like, I know it's, it's something, it's, it's dumb to be mad about, but you know, whatever. Anyways, I'm going to 22 minutes and that's a little bit too long for me. So I'm going to wrap it up. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode i really enjoyed talking about it as you can tell about my excitement and my long-winded storytelling but poison and serial killers and murder is something that i really really like watching and, and learning about because it's interesting to think of how people really think like one day they wake up not one day but like a few years after they were born or whatnot they just think hey i'm just gonna i'm just gonna kill have an urge to kill like i don't know anywho i hope you guys have a lovely weekend like i said hopefully you guys stay safe wear your mask six feet apart um and i will see you not see you but i will talk to you when i talk to you adios and this has been your host for Tay in episode i think 23 Hey, 23 and it's 23 minutes. Okay, never mind. Um, this has been your host for Tete in talking about serial killers and this episode of Hear Me Out. So, goodbye.